Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Spring break, curfew. We are attracting huge numbers of people from all over the country. Safe and effective. AstraZeneca can now go through the process of preparing a submission to the FDA. U.S. message to migrants. We are expelling families. We are expelling single adults. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup Pandemic Showdown in Miami Beach, a place inundated with thousands of spring breakers. The city of Miami Beach is currently under a state of emergency. There is a curfew in effect from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. Here's CBS's David Begno. When people, many of them tourists and most maskless, defied an 8 p.m. curfew in Miami Beach over the weekend, SWAT teams were brought in to clear the streets. Some scattered the crowds by firing pepper balls. Now, on Sunday, the streets remained crowded, but it was more subdued. They got a SWAT team out! In the past five weeks, police have arrested more than 1,000 people here on Miami Beach. More than half of them are from out of state. We're getting all sorts of things from just inappropriate conduct to full-out criminal activity. The mayor of Miami Beach, Dan Gilbert, says he was left with no choice, he feels, but to set a curfew and restrict some streets and highways to residents and hotel guests only. I did not want to react in the wake of something unimaginable. AstraZeneca's COVID vaccine gets high marks and it might not be long before it's the fourth one available in the U.S. CBS's Vicki Barker. The U.S. Phase 3 trials found the vaccine 79% effective at preventing symptoms and 100% effective in preventing serious illness in all age groups. Co-developer Sarah Gilbert. This means that AstraZeneca can now go through the process of preparing a submission to the FDA, and that will then be reviewed by the FDA, who will be able to make their decision on whether to license the vaccine for use in the U.S. There were no cases of blood clots, but several countries continue to withhold the vaccine, despite EU and U.K. regulators insisting it it's safe. Some schools in California reopening this week for the first time since the lockdown began a year ago. And for fifth grader Sabrina Oldham, just outside Sacramento, it's a fresh start. It just feels weird to have to reintroduce myself to some people, get to know people again. Massachusetts is easing some pandemic restrictions. Up to 100 people can now attend indoor gatherings. And sports teams can let fans in up to 12% capacity. Boston Bruins hockey fan John Higgins is a season ticket holder. The demand is absolutely there. The minute that the mayor said it was okay to have fans in the seats, my phone's lit up and people asking about tickets. Now to the southern border where the number of unaccompanied children in U.S. custody now tops 15,000. 
CBS's Benuel Bajorquez is reporting this morning from Juarez, Mexico. We saw a man with a child in his arms and a woman rushing across and into the United States. They appeared to be spotted soon after. We're told that many families are still just trying to get to the other side to turn themselves in, thinking they can claim asylum. But the Biden administration says most families will be sent right back. It's what happened to Glenda Mendez of Guatemala. We want people to see you as human beings, uh-huh. trying the best for your children. See. She and her 14-year-old son, Gustavo, who have been living at a migrant shelter in Juarez for a month now. Very difficult. Why? A lot of dangers here in Mexico. They haven't considered sending him alone, though the Biden administration's policy toward unaccompanied minors would mean he could stay in the U.S. while his case is processed. There were vigils and rallies over the weekend to honor the victims of the shooting attacks at spas in the Atlanta area, and some were held in other cities, too, to denounce hate crimes against Asian Americans. CBS's Mark Strassman says we're learning more about the eight victims. Friends, family, and a community of supporters grieve for the loss of eight lives. Shooting victim Xiao Ji Tan was the owner of Young's Asian Massage. She's a hard worker. I just don't know why this happened to her. Tan's daughter visited a memorial for all those killed. I was just hoping that it was not my mom. It was not my mom. Young Yu's son said in a statement, they're devastated and words cannot adequately describe our grief. Hyun Jung Grant's two sons wrote in a fundraising post that she dedicated her whole life to providing for them. Soon Cha Kim worked multiple jobs according to an online fundraiser set up by her family. The grandmother of three is remembered as pure-hearted and the most selfless woman they ever knew. The federal prosecutor leading the Justice Department's criminal investigation into the Capitol attack tells 60 Minutes some of the more than 400 people arrested could face sedition charges. And Michael Sherwin says they're examining former President Trump's conduct. We have soccer moms from Ohio that were arrested saying, well, I did this because my president said I had to take back our house. That moves the needle towards that direction. Maybe The president is culpable for those actions. Sherwin says if it's found chemical sprays contributed to Officer Brian Sicknick's death, then a murder case will be launched. Banned from Twitter and Facebook, former President Trump plans his own social media platform. The president does know what direction that he wants to head here, and this new platform is going to be big and everyone wants him. He's going to bring tens of millions of people to this new platform. Former advisor Jason Miller tells Fox News it'll launch in a few months. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin visits Afghanistan, saying there will be a responsible end to America's longest war, but diplomacy faces challenges. It's obvious that the level of violence remains pretty high uh, in the country. We'd really like to see that violence come down. President Biden indicated last week it would be tough for the U.S. to meet a May 1st deadline for troops to leave Afghanistan. Upsets marking round two in the NCAA basketball tournament. Lewis for the tie. That's not there. Oral Roberts bouncing back on True TV to oust Florida in a bracket-busting game. And 11-seed Syracuse took out a number three, West Virginia, forcing a turnover with seconds left on CBS. McBride, he walked. He did. He did walk. It's over. How sweet it is for Syracuse. And the Madness claimed a number one seed, too. Illinois out, losing to Loyola Chicago. Oregon State beat four-seed Oklahoma State. Arkansas and Houston advanced in close ones.
A ticket to one of the service academies is a tough one to get. One analysis looks at the racial factors. A new survey shows minority students have few friends in Congress willing to nominate them so they can serve. We found vast racial disparities in the number of people of color who were nominated to military academies. Liam Brennan with the Connecticut Veterans Legal Center says the problem is some states are more diverse than others. Even if everyone were to nominate proportional to the makeup of their districts. There still would end up being a disproportionate white representation. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. At the Writers Guild Awards, Promising Young Woman won for Best Original Screenplay and Borat, Subsequent Movie Film, took Best Adapted Screenplay. Star Sasha Baron Cohen joked the film won because 60% of the Writers Guild worked on it. Nine actually did. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.